The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper. I know you do, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by IPVanish. IPVanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. GP and make sure to check out our brand new discord server it's the perfect place to interact and of course sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord driver start your Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Let it not go without mentioning that the key to a fantastic podcast is fantastic theme music that you never get tired of listening to, no matter how many episodes of the show you do, that gets you pumped up. I just, I gotta say a gigantic shout out to Iconoclast for providing that theme music. They have given us just the keys to a a show that cannot fail because it starts so incredibly well. And then Jim Wells for voicing the intro. I mean, we're 33 episodes into this show, and I still never get tired of hearing the intro music for the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. Cody, I mean, I'm sure you feel the same way as I do, right? Dude, it, the whole thing gets me pumped up. The music, the clips, those are perfect. I love it all. The intro, it's all all comes together for one beautiful, beautiful thing. Magic in the ears. I love it. <laughs> Magic in the ears. Thanks as always to you out there for listening to this show and being huge supporters of what we're building right now because I got to tell you, without you, none of this would even be possible. We are back for the final episode of the week. It is the DFS episode. Uh, you know, betting is great and all, but uh, I think DFS is where we have a lot of fun every week, a week in and week out. You can always find the contest that Cody is hosting in our Discord channel. He always puts the link to join the contest to try to win our money. Cody, I was that close, that close to taking home the prize last week, and I'm out for blood this week. I was out like three laps of the race, so uh, <laughs> I guess at least I didn't have to sweat it at all. Uh, thanks, Alex Bowman and Ty Dillon, both both getting collected right away, and I was just like, okay, well, my DFS day is over, but uh, oh well. <laughs> it was a rough one, I tell you. That early wreck took out Alex Bowman. What was it? Almost all of us, all but I think one person. Everybody, yeah, everybody except for one had uh, in our yeah. 
I mean, he was a great play. And uh, yeah, I had, you know, I had written him up in an article for a sports gambling podcast. Uh, he should have been a great play. And unfortunately it turned out not to be, but uh, indeed it happens sometimes, but you know, fantasy, just like, just like the betting aspect of things is another, another aspect race within the race that, that makes it so much fun and exciting, something to, to root for and cheer on, even if it's not the guy that's leading or, or dominating the race, it gives you, gives you something to look at throughout the pack. So I absolutely love it. Indeed. It's just another sweat that you have week after week. If this is the only episode you listen to every week, again, welcome. Thank you for listening. We are, of course, at Pocono this week for the M&M's Fan Appreciation 400, one of the last races that Mars will sponsor, one of the last races that M&M's will be a key sponsor for. So uh, as we bid a fond adieu to the Mars company and their participation in NASCAR, their long and storied history of the NASCAR uh, sport, as it were, we say goodbye to them at Pocono, the tricky triangle. It's almost like three drag races in a row uh, as you get to the corners here, basically, and, and three long straightaways, or three, nah, I don't want to say long straightaways, but three long enough straightaways. It's a two-and-a-half-mile track. Uh, this, this race will go for 160 laps, scheduled laps. Who knows about overtime? Um, we've seen a lot of various winners here in the past, and, of course, this is the show where we break down our favorite DFS plays of the week on this tricky triangle. If you have not already, go back, listen to the betting episode uh, where we talk about more drivers than we're going to talk about today. Uh, we give you a, a complete and total layout of what's going to happen, as well as if you don't pay attention to the Xfinity and the truck races, go, start paying attention to those as well because some of these drivers that you're hearing the names in those lower series, they'll be drivers you're following in NASCAR for years to come, so might as well get to know them now. That way you can sit around just like we do and a crusty old man saying, I remember when it was Austin Sendrick winning the championship, and then you can be a smart man in the room. So, uh, Cody, are you ready to start laying out some DFS plays for everybody? Yes. First of all, you said if uh, if this is the only episode you listen to, which if it is, welcome. We're glad you're here. I don't know why you don't like free money because we've given out 18 to 1, 8 to 1, 10 to 1, 25 to 1, 40 to 1. I could go on all day listening to the winners we've given out this season, but – Definitely check out the betting episode because, uh, you know, free money, it's there. You might as well take it. I'm telling you. Anyways. Say yes. Eat, I say you're eating steak every week if you listen to this show, but whatever if well, you don't and, like steak. And hey, you know, if you're a DFS or a fantasy player and you stumble across this and you don't know about the betting side of things or, or how to get into that, you know, it's becoming legal a lot more places. You can, you can do it more places and stuff. So, you know, jump in, start learning now. And even if it's not legal in your state necessarily yet, Hopefully, most likely, will be soon. So as soon as some of these states get their heads out of their asses, Nebraska, California. where I live, I'm talking to you. California. We're on the ballot <laughs> this a, year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, are you? Nice. Yeah. We got, we got, <laughs> this is how stupid this is. We, we had, so we don't even have casinos in Nebraska. Everybody drives across the river to Iowa because they like our money and we don't like to keep our own money. But uh, so gambling was on the ballot. It passed like 93 to seven, like percentage wise. It wasn't even close. So that was for for casinos so now they can build casinos but only where there's a horse track <laughs> but so at the casinos that they're going to build they can have a sports book in the casino so well, at least have a place to go place a bet in person i mean just come on win bet app is so easy let's just let's just approve it let's get it going you can sign steps. up get the deposit bonus 
Baby steps. That's all. But for those of you who can't, DFS (laughs) is the answer. So here we are with our DFS plays of the week. Cody, jump us off. Okay. First of all, a guy I like on the betting side, like in the DFS side, Chase Elliott. Can't quit this guy. He's been on. He's been on. He's been on. He's on the hot streak. I've already talked about it plenty plenty enough, but four races in a row, top two finish. He leads laps almost every week. He's got fastest laps really almost every week. Uh, he's got the highest average score uh, every week um, th- throughout the whole season. So he- he's killing it. Uh, even last week, he led 13 laps, 30 fastest laps. Uh, you know, and even that was even starting second, but finishing second again, that's a solid day. It gives you a solid 58 points, 71 points back at, at Atlanta, where he led 96 laps, six fastest laps, led 36 the week before, led 42 before that, led 26 before that. Led 86 back at the Coke 600, led 73 back at Dover, led 185 back at Martinsville. Like this guy will rack up points for you. And what's amazing, he's the fourth highest driver. Okay, he's been the most consistent driver. He's got the most, he's the points leader, he's the playoff points leader, all this stuff. And he's the fourth highest driver on the slate. You got three Toyota drivers, which, spoiler alert, if you haven't listened to the betting episode yet, there's a lot of Toyota talk in there. So obviously for a reason, they're expected to be good, but you know, you're going to get guys playing Kyle Busch, the most expensive Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex, and then Chase Elliott kind of just slips in there and forth, but yet he's been the most consistent guy and a guy that can get it done week in and week out. So I love him as, as my top high price driver. And DFS is all about return on value, especially for these higher priced guys where it's harder to return a, a huge amount on value. But you're looking at Chase Elliott, a guy that consistently gives you at least five to six, sometimes seven times the value at a $10,000 uh, salary. That is insane week over week. It's so difficult to continue to be that consistent. But Chase Elliott, especially over the last four races, has 59 points last week in Loudon, 72 points the week before, 63 the week before that, 68 the week before that, all at prices up to and around 10 to 11K. So Chase Elliott, obviously a gigantically good play, especially here where Cody's laid out the fact that he's been good, especially this season. So you can't hate Elliott at that price to build at least one, if not more, of your lineups around. I love that as a high price value, especially like you said, he's not even the highest guy on the slate for whatever reason. Uh, call it crazy, but whatever. So for my highest, highest price guy, I'm just going to give you the highest price guy of the week. And that is Kyle Bush who uh, comes in as the highest priced guy of the week. But here's the thing, right? For Kyle Bush at $10,600, this is a guy who, we talked a little bit about it in the betting episode, has just had basically all of his dirty laundry completely aired this week, right? Uh, His contract talks have been in his head for a while, I'm sure. I'm sure this season has begun with him thinking about the fact that he may not be a Gibbs driver after this season. Uh, You you touched on it, Cody, which is key. Mars pulling out now as a sponsor, and that's that's been Kyle Busch's bread and butter right there, driving those M&Ms, Skittles, whatever, Snickers cars for the last few years. Without that, without him knowing whether or not he's going to be a Gibbs driver next week, there's a lot of stuff going on. And the finishes for Kyle Busch have not necessarily been all that good. So head games are are a thing for him. And we know that Kyle drives emotionally, 
right? Whether it's angry, whether it's happy, whatever it is, Kyle Busch drives the way that he feels that day. Well, maybe now the fact that everybody is aware of what's going on and that he has a clear conscience, basically, and now he maybe can just drive. And on a track like uh, Pocono, where he's just absolutely killed it as of late, especially in the 18 car when you go all the way back through it. Look, he's got 34 starts on this track. He's finished top 10 18 times, top 5 11 times. Four wins, three of them coming over. I'm sorry, all four of them actually coming since 2017. You go back to that race, he finished first. He started first. Uh, the, the next year he finished third. Then he ripped off two straight wins. Once where he came from a 28th place finish to a first place, first place finish. You think about the point differential in that day. Uh, that's key. And so, you know, 79 laps led, 52 laps led, 56 laps led, 30-30 in the last two races, one of which he won. Like, Kyle Busch at uh, Pocono has been absolute money. Again, the finishes have not been there lately. 36, 26 uh, points, 67 points, a minus two-point day crunched in between there. So it's been frustrating for Kyle Busch. He is the most expensive guy on the slate, but given everything that's happened right now, I have a feeling that Kyle Busch may be one of those linchpin players, especially uh, this week at at Pocono. Yeah, and I mean, he really, he can be boom or bust. And so if you're going for trying to win a tournament type of game, something like that, this is the kind of guy you need. He's got the track record here. He's been good. We've talked about the M&M's narrative. We've talked about the era of everything that's going on narrative. Kyle Busch in FU mode is scary as hell. So that's all there. He's yes, he's he got minus one point seven a couple weeks ago, but a couple weeks before that he got eighty nine point two points. Like when he gets on, he gets on, and if he gets up front, if he qualifies on the pole or something, jumps out to an early lead, he could lead every lap of this race and dominate it and, and easily score you a ton of points. So I love him as one of the top plays as well. I love it. Again, Kyle Busch is is that guy that maybe people will shy away from because Rowdy Nation. Loves him, but they know that he's been uh, suffering as of late, and so they may want to stay away from him. But uh, yeah, if you're in a if you're in a small tournament and and people don't want to pay up for him and they just want to get cute, uh, Kyle Busch is definitely a guy to do that. Uh, we'll and give he's you- probably burned some people too lately. I mean that that I've been guilty of that too. I'll play a guy two or three weeks in a row, and it's like fuck, dude, you haven't done anything for me. And, and then you don't play him, and that's the week he goes off. So there's great reason to play him this week. So even if he has burned you in the last couple of weeks or a lot of people won't play him for that reason, that's even more of a reason to get on him. And sometimes the highest priced driver can turn you off as well because it's like, I got to get fit all these guys in here. Let me snag, you know, a Chase Elliott that that's a little bit cheaper. You know, you save $600 there in your, in your salary cap and, and you can squeeze somebody else in. So that could make Kyle Busch less of a popular play as well and help you in, in in being one of the few that gets him. And if you hit him on the right week, it's going to pay big for you. And it's a no-brainer in a multi-entry contest. You have to have one or two Kyle Busch uh, lineups in in your multi-entries because you just if he wins and he's not on one of your rosters, then, I mean, don't say we didn't warn you. So, 
Uh, all right, but we'll help you give some salary relief in the next stage when we come back with some of our favorite mid-price drivers in stage two. But before we do, let's talk about win. Make sure to get down on wins. Bet $50 to win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. And if you like betting baseball, you got to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the perfect place to play MLB. And if you want the ultimate fantasy football experience, Get down on it. Bet $500 or more on sports or casino before July 31st. Time's running out, guys. So you got to get entered to win this ultimate fantasy football draft experience. It's at the Encore Beach Club. It includes a two-night stay at Wynn Resorts for you. And get this, your entire league. Go ahead and throw multiple entries out there. It is allowed. There's so much to choose from, and all you got to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Let's talk about Sleeper. It's the fastest growing fantasy platform today. It's got millions of players. I know that you already have a fantasy league or 10 or 20 or 30 on there. I know that I use it for all 600 of mine. It is a game-changing product, and it's unlike anything else in the industry. Now, you can make money on Sleeper, too, by playing their new over-under game. It is super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like. Then you can pick the over-under, for example, number of points in basketball, hits in baseball. Then go ahead and choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, and I know you will, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money that you put in and the main reason that i am a madman and excited about this over under on sleepers the only app where i can join my buddy's contest we can all play together it's got a built-in group chat where i can see and more importantly copy cody's picks with the tap of a button it's insanely fun to ride it out together so stop what you're doing right now download the sleeper app play their new over under game have fun with your friends and of course more importantly, make some money on your mobile phone. Joining our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP. Sleeper's going to automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right. Join our squad. Get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Well, if you want to pay up for the expensive folks, Cody, you got to come down a little bit uh, on price for some of these mid-tier drivers. Just to make the Kyle Bushes and the Chase Elliotts of the world more palatable, I suppose, uh, you have got a another person that I like in this as one of your mid-tier drivers. So lay out the case for uh, your next driver. Yeah, next up I got Kurt Busch. At, uh, he's at 8500 So he's very low price for, for as well as he's done lately. I was kind of shocked about that. Again, the Toyota thing, we've hammered on it. We talked about it last week, and, and it pretty much came true. We saw Toyotas all up front. They dominated most of the race, won the race. 18-1 to winner, of course. Uh, I just got to throw that out there every time I, it comes up. But uh, but Kurt Busch, he led a ton of laps in that race. Now, they did go with the strategy call. Um, they ended up getting a good finish besides that anyways, even though the strategy didn't really work out for him. Finished uh, up in 10th. So, he had 22 fastest laps. He led 40 laps. Um, he's been scoring some pretty good days. And then you look back, and it again, like his brother, Kyle, if he hits, he hits good. He got 109.5 points at Kansas when that car was just on. We've seen it. This 23-11 team is coming alive. Bubba Wallace had a great finish last week. 
Kurt has been running good all season. He's been consistent. He's been solid. He's a guy that gives you, yes, he's had a few, you know, minus 14.5 at the Coke five, uh, 600 where he got taken out early. Uh, at the race, he had minus points. So there's been a few here and there. But for the most part, he at least gets you solid points, and he also has that ceiling to give you a massive amount of points. And again, if you're trying to build that lineup that hits just right, like we talked about with Kyle Busch, this Kurt Busch is another one that same thing where he's got that high ceiling and he's not, you know, some of these guys in this mid tier, yeah, they can get you solid points, but then they kind of cap out and they, they can't necessarily deliver you a huge day. Whereas Kurt can, and with Toyota being as good as they've been on this, on this track, Gibbs racing has been as good on this track as they have 2311 are basically Gibbs cars. I, I just consider them an extension of Gibbs anyways. So, uh, you know, and Kurt, you know, he's a veteran. He's been here plenty. He's done well here. So I like Kurt Busch at 8,500. Yeah, and again, the Toyota thing, you could almost just start and stop with that from a betting aspect and, of course, from a DFS aspect as well. So, yeah, I mean, I can't hate the Bush brothers play in this as well. And you look back at what he's done so far, too, at Pocono, 41 starts in his career. We talked about this a little bit in the betting episode where 40-some-odd starts at one track is just insane. Both Bush brothers have that type of history here. But Kurt, the older 21 top 10 finishes, 14 top five finishes, and three wins. Now, since he's when he was driving the one, was a little bit speckled. I mean, 20th place uh, last year and sixth place the, the race before, 13th, 18th, 27th. Not a lot to, to write home about, but he did have a pretty decent stretch in the 78, the 41, and, and of course in the two where he had a lot of top five finishes uh, and, and, and a win in 2016 with the number 41 Monster Energy uh, Chevy. So, I mean, again, this is different equipment for him. These Toyotas have been running very well. He's been one of the reasons why they've had as much success as they've had. And and that 2311 team, Cody, has been exciting it, to watch what's been going on. And then, of course, what's going to happen in the future now with quite possibly another car in the mix. Yeah, absolutely. And... Yeah, that's a whole other thing with another car possibly or whatever. But yeah, I mean, you look back at his history and the one car was, I mean, I don't even think it's arguably the worst equipment that he was probably in during his career. So, you know, you, you kind of, but he still had some decent finishes in that too. But he's he's had all those starts, but he started here in Ford, Chevy, Dodge, <laughs> for Penske, for uh ganassi for Roush. race like yeah all over the place all kinds of different cars the car tomorrow this generation of car that generation of car so we got another change here this is the first time in these new cars if anybody can handle something different at any track it's kurt bush he's been through it all seen it all he's delivered in all the manufacturers i think he's now one in all four manufacturers i believe you're right dodge which is no longer obviously in nascar for now but uh he yeah he's he's been been there done it all seen it all and again he can he can do it for you this week well he's done it here in everything but toyota he won in yeah. ford equipment jack roush in 20 or 2005 rather he won here in chevy with stuart haas in 2016 his dodge win came with penske in 2007 so He's due a Toyota win, and again, you know, this is an opportunity for him to basically cement it in. And look, again, it's a 50-50 proposition on whether or not he's going to be in the top 10. So 
with the way he's been running lately, I, I would give the 50-50 odds to the side where he does. Uh, more, it's actually more than a 50-50 proposition. It's a 51-49 to 49 proposition that he's going to finish in the top 10. So I'll take him at his price all day long, 8500 for Kurt Busch. Uh, I will give you Kevin Harvick because I, again, I can't quit this guy. $9,000 is a little more expensive than uh, the elder Bush. But Kevin Harvick, my friends, is a driver that, again, I can't quit. I really can't. He's he's done so well, especially at this track. But lately, he's done well as well. Uh, 59 points for you last week in New Hampshire with an $8,800 salary. Um not a great day at the uh, at the Quaker State 400. He had 33 points there for you, uh, but 52 the week before, 61 at Sonoma. Again, for DFS purposes, Kevin Harvick finishing inside the top five, inside the top ten is almost a lock almost every week lately. And at uh, $9,000, a top ten uh, driver for me is actually not that bad. So I, I like Kevin Harvick. I've always liked Kevin Harvick. You can't talk me down off of Kevin Harvick, damn it. Uh, but, you know, the run he's been on lately, you definitely can't talk me down off of him as well. Uh, looking at what he's done at Pocono, man, the last five races, all top 10 finishes, a sixth place in 2019, a win in 2020, uh, a win, the or I'm sorry, second place finish the race after that, an eighth place in the first race of 2021, fourth place the second race. You got to go a long way back in Kevin Harvick's history to find a bad finish, and that was 42nd in 2015. But before they, he had two second-place finishes, after that, he ripped off a string of top 10 finishes with a couple more runner-up finishes. Kevin Harvick on this track has been money. At $9,000, I feel like he can give you a very solid return on your investment. Mr. Consistency. How many times have we talked about it? He's always up there. And again, I'm all aboard the Kevin Harvick train as long as we're not talking about him winning because he doesn't win anymore. But, uh, dude, top tens, solid runs, fantasy plays, all of that. Kevin Harvick, give him to me all day, every day. He's going to be consistent. He's going to give you good runs. He can give you fastest laps. He, he had 34 fastest laps last week, and he didn't even lead any other race. So he can give you fastest laps. He can give you finishing uh, position differential. He's one of those guys that hasn't qualified super great that much this season. So that's actually a bonus for a guy like him because he's going to get you some place differential as well. He can rip off good scoring days and he has, and he's very, again, very consistent. He's going to give you almost guaranteed a good amount of points with the possibility to give you even more points. So love this play uh, and, and love Kevin Harvick in everything except winning. He plays that strategy. <laughs> you gotta get that in every time, don't you? <laughs> he plays that strategy game so damn well. I I do enjoy uh, Kevin Harvick this season just from his stamp. You just watch the strategy play out for him. His his wheels are always turning. He's not a guy that's gonna berate anybody on the radio, but he will call you a wanker if you cannot change his tires fast enough. So, <laughs> and again, too, we we've talked a lot about the the strategy part of thing and things and how it's getting to crunch time. These guys need wins. You could easily see them get on a different pit strategy, different something where he ends up leading a ton of laps because he is on a different pit strategy. And then, you know, if that works out and he ends up winning or getting a great finish, even better. But even if it doesn't work out, we saw last week with, with Kurt Busch, his strategy didn't necessarily work out to get the win, but it worked out and he still got a decent solid finish out of it and had a great points day. So 
you could see a scenario where they change things up. They don't take all the tires. They, you know, they don't make a stop or they do whatever, change it up. And he ends up leading a ton of laps in hopes of things falling right to try and get that win that they almost are going to need to get into the playoffs. Kevin Harvick, I love you. Just hate that you don't win. Uh, all right, we're going to go bargain shopping in stage three when we come back from the break. But let's take the second to invite you to join our Discord server. It is the SGPN Discord. The NASCAR channel, you know, the old Slack channel was jumping, but we've got this Discord channel all geared up and ready to continue on that legacy. We will be incorporating very, very soon, uh, spoiler alert, some voice stuff man we got big plans for this discord channel it just feels like you can do a whole hell of a lot more give you guys a better listener experience over in the discord channel so make sure you head over there and it's not just nascar folks there's so many different channels for you to choose from fat guy food aisle if you like it over there there's tv there's movies i keep bringing up the i keep going back i don't say much in that channel but i keep reading that channel because it is so fascinating have you been in there cody i i've dabbled a little I uh, I already have a bit of a fat guy problem myself, <laughs> so it probably probably isn't a good thing if I go in there more. But uh, <laughs> look, I have seen some of the pictures of some of the food, mm, and it's like, oh my goodness, mm, we've got those some guys uh, know what they're doing when it comes to cooking. Yeah, we've got some sharp DJs out there, but we've also got some sharp cooking folks in that channel as well look and not only that it's the perfect place to interact sweat out some bets with not just me and cody but the entire sgpn crew head over right now to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord get in on the conversation did you know that browsing online using incognito mode does not actually protect your privacy that's right without added security you might as well be giving away your private data to hackers advertisers your isp all sorts of other prying eyes that is why i use ip vanish vpn to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet ip vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100 of your data that means that your private details passwords communications browsing history and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It is literally that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on your speed. So your computers, tablets, phones, the God's eye view in the SGP and mothership, all those, and even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for you with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free, IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you got to do, tap one button, instantly protect. You won't even know that it's on. So stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. Use the promotional code SGP. Claim that 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. You know, sometimes just because you're the lowest priced person doesn't mean that you don't have the potential to be a very good person. And in DFS, sometimes you really try to scrape the what we call bottom of the barrel to find good values. And we, uh, Cody and I, have scraped that barrel and we have come up with a couple of good drivers that we're going to give to you in the hopes that they will rise to the top of that barrel and be decent enough for you to not lose you a week of DFS. <laughs> exactly and sometimes these these guys are the key to to you know giving you that that big day or whatever that pushes you over the top or just scoring enough points to make the rest of your lineup work 
And so, yeah, if you plug in the four guys that we've given out already, that leaves you just 5,900 on average uh, to, to fill out the rest of the lineup. So I went down here. I found a guy at 5,600, Noah Gragson, that I like. Uh, he's a guy that's not really on a lot of people's radars. Obviously, he only drives part-time in the Cup Series. He's a regular Xfinity Series guy. Until next year, I think there's a pretty good almost for sure chance that we'll see him in the cup series full-time next year but he's had some very solid runs in the races that he has run down in this uh in this colleague uh or actually is he in the colleague car this week or is he in the i think he's in the colleague car yeah uh anyways but yeah he's he's had some some very solid runs in the races that he's come down and run in um atlanta restrictor plate track we're going to kind of throw that out but back at the coke 600 scored you 21 points uh, Kansas, 35 points. The Geico 500 at Talladega, 37 points. Even the dirt race, he had 16. Um, you look back at, at the Daytona 500, he even got 19 in that race. So a couple of restrictor track plates, or yeah, restrictor plate tracks. Words, words are hard, Rod. Words are hard, Cody. <laughs> I keep trying to tell you. <laughs> but in the oval races that he's done, he's done really well. Again, 21 at the Coke 600 at Charlotte, 35 at Kansas. I mean, very impressive days. And he's not super flashy. He's not. I, I talked to him before the race at Kansas uh, down in the garage area, and he just said his goal in the Cup Series this year is to finish all the laps. And that is actually super, super important when you're looking at guys down in this price range because a lot of them don't. And, you know, they're guys that get cut up in wrecks that they're going to finish last. He, he wants to get a good finish, but he wants to complete all the laps and stay keep it clean, stay out of trouble, avoid the chaos. That leads him to getting 18th place at Kansas, 24th place at Charlotte. Uh, even a 27th at the dirt race is still solid enough of a finish to give you the points you need for a guy that's down in the bargain bin at just 5,600. So Noah Gregson, I, I think, won't be a popular play, so he's somebody that can differentiate you when you get down into this and you're looking for those guys at the bottom of the barrel to, to fill out your lineup. And look, you look back at his Xfinity history here, it's not bad. He's got two top 10 finishes uh, and one fifth or top five finish, one just outside of the top five. In 2019, he finished sixth. Uh, in 2020, he finished 22nd, but he started on the pole that day. And then, of course, in 2021, he started seventh, finished fourth. You talk about him wanting to finish all the laps, he did that. Uh, unfortunately, the only time he didn't really finish all of the laps, I, I, he finished a lap down in 2020. He ran 90 of the 91 laps, but he was still running on that final, you know, checkered flag. So no DNFs officially. Average place tenth, uh, tenth place finish. Damn, you you gave me the the words are hard disease there. Uh, on this track is an Xfinity it's race. <laughs> it's contagious, bro. Uh, yeah, this this uh, Streamyard link is is giving us something. But yeah, so Noah Gragson definitely a good play. We always talk about it week in and week out. They just can't lose you points. So hopefully Gragson has a a starting position around the back of the field to where anything he gives you on top of that is is nothing but bonus points on top and and then maybe he finds his way to a nice solid finish in the end as he's been prone to do at Pocono uh, again we talk about the differences in cars we talk about the differences even between the Xfinity car and this cup car versus even what he's been driving before but again sometimes track familiarity especially in a, a specialized track like this Right, this isn't the normal oval. This is a track where the marks almost never change, no matter what you're driving, because three corners—it's all you got to to deal with. 
So maybe he'll he'll remember and some muscle memory will come through for him as well. So. Yeah, yeah, and and he's going to be racing Saturday. And you know, if you listen to the betting episode, maybe he's going to win. Who knows? Uh, but uh, you know, the and those laps on the track again, different car and stuff. But just the the laps, the repetitiveness, knowing what what works where, that that all helps play into it, especially when it's so fresh like that. They don't get much practice. I think there's like two 20 minute qual- or practice sessions, which on a two and a half mile track, especially you're not getting a ton of laps in. So those, those laps the day before will definitely help him uh, as well on Sunday. Speaking of somebody who uh, I don't know what the segue is. I'm just going to give you Austin Dillon <laughs> as my, as my <laughs> bargain bin guy. He's not necessarily the bottom of the bottom of bar- bargain bin. Uh, there are certainly many, many people underneath them, but look, once you start getting down to this, Corey LaJoy, uh, Todd Gilliland, Cody Ware, JJ Yaley, Billy, I mean, Balicki, we, we talk about these guys. It's, it's so difficult. And even, even his brother Ty Dillon is hard to, to even give you right now. So I'm going a little higher in the bargain bin barrel, but still in a bargain bin barrel because Austin Dillon, look, this is gonna, a guy that may differentiate you from a different uh, from other uh, players in your tournament as well because you look back at a couple of weeks ago, we talk about not losing points when you're talking about these guys that are cheaper. Right, but Austin Dillon lost you points. He lost you points uh, at the Quaker State 400 and the Quick Trip 250. He got negative one fantasy points on both of those days, but he has been not losing you points more often than not. 30 points last week in New Hampshire. He gave you 35 at the Ally 400. He gave you 34 in Sonoma. He gave you 42 in the Enjoy Illinois. So again, he's giving you somewhere in that 30 to 40 point range. At 7000 it seems a little bit risky to get a, a, a three-time return on your value, but like I said, the guys underneath them are the guys that are, they make me cringe a lot more than Austin Dillon does uh, in this situation. And and again, because Cody took Gragson, I couldn't take him. Uh, but that really, a guy under 6000 that's the play. Everybody else down there just makes me very, ugh. you know, Stenhouse, McDowell, Busher, McLeod, like these names don't make then still anything in me. So, yeah, I'm I'm kind of playing fast and loose with the value play. But at seven thousand, if you put the three guys that I re, uh, I've request or I have suggested in your lineups, it still leaves you with about seventy eight hundred dollars to play with per driver, and that opens up still a lot of great names like Bubba Wallace, Kozlowski, you know those types of guys. Yeah, absolutely. I like this one. Uh, pretty cheap for a guy that's in a solid car. I mean, Richard Childress Racing, they won a race a couple weeks ago here with Tyler Reddick. Maybe Austin Dillon gets the better cars now because Tyler Reddick's walking out the door. Who knows? But uh, it's, you know, narrative thing. He's got his own reality show now. That's good for NASCAR, all that if he does well. So, you know, again, looking into the narrative thing, you you could you could make a play there. But he's a guy that's got a high ceiling. I mean, he's got a second-place finish this year. He's got a third-place finish this year. He's got some 11, 14, 15-place finishes. For guys down in this price range, again, those solid finishes and higher ceiling days are something that can put you over the top. So 
another solid play. I really like this one as well for, for a guy that's not all the way in the bargain bin, but he's pretty close to getting knocked off into the bargain bin where he's at. Well, hopefully he finds the fast lane uh, in this race. Cause <laughs> oh. oh, good one, Rod. Good one. So, I mean, <laughs> look, I, and he's giving you some good place differential days on this track too. And, and recently, uh, even in 2018, he started 37th, finished 13th in 2019. He started 34th, finished 19th in 20, uh, 2021 started 21st, finished 13th. So, there's some decent place differentials when he starts in the back. So the best thing you can hope for is for him to find his way starting in the back, but finishing in that top 15, top 20 range and giving you at least 15 or so points in the place differential, which is what I'm hoping he does for me uh, as, I, as I suggest him as one of my value plays, I suppose. Yeah, so. I like it. It's a, it's a good one. Beautiful. Uh, all right. Well, let's uh, go back through and tell you who we got. Uh, Cody gave you uh, Chase Elliott as his high price guy at ten thousand one hundred. I gave you Kyle Busch as my high price guy as ten thousand six hundred. Uh, Cody turned around and gave you Kurt Busch at eighty five hundred. I gave you Kevin. I can't quit you, Harvick at nine thousand. Uh, Cody really lived in and leaned in to the value aspect of this. Gave you Noah Gragson at fifty six hundred, where I chickened out and gave you Austin Dillon at seven thousand as my value play. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if you play all of those guys, can you even make a lineup out of all those guys? You can't. Not all of them. Dillon's a little bit too high to, to squeeze him in. Well, as play. as the last play, but you can play around with it, and uh, yeah, you got to get creative. Then some. you can make some. I uh, I, I'm going to submit one every week. Just I mean, obviously things change throughout the week. You get qualifying, and that that drastically can can change where you're going. So for the most part, these are just guys to keep an eye on. But yeah. I did go ahead and submit my. I'm going to submit one every week with as many of our drivers as we can. So I did everybody except Dylan. I had to leave him off because I didn't have enough left. I threw Justin Haley in there. I think he's another solid play uh, that, that, that can offer you some upside and, and a decent floor. So I tossed, so I, I took out Kurt Bush and threw in Bubba Wallace. There you go. That's a, that's another good one. Like 7,500. That left me with two. Oh, yeah. Again, also. lots of things you can play with. And then, of course, once we know the starting lineup and stuff like that, you can play around with it even more and, and make sure you're balancing out getting getting your place differential guys perfect reason to follow us in the discord channel why because we will tell you all of these things and we will follow up on all of our plays and give you our favorite dfs plays and uh cody's gonna give me a pet kit kitty cat because uh i've been hearing a meow and i want her now so uh yeah yep, yep. <laughs> now we got a new kitten and she won't leave me alone so <laughs> there she is she wants to be the star of the show now i guess she so, wants uh, to win money too that's all there is to it exactly <laughs> good luck kitty uh all right cody why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on social media you can find me on twitter at husker underscore zeeb uh had an f1 article that just came out not long ago i'll have xfinity article for the garage guys coming out later this week uh and that that has dfs plays and and uh betting plays in it so it's a little bit of both on, on the Xfinity side of things there. Uh, you can follow the show at NASCAR Gambling. Follow, follow us on Twitter there. Uh, I played golf today, or yesterday, I guess it was, and uh, I had the number 24 cart. So, you know, if you believe in the signs from the golf gods, maybe William Byron is the play this week. I'll probably sprinkle a little on there uh, just, just for the heck of it. But, uh, yeah, so fo follow, follow, follow me on Twitter for all that kind of fun stuff. Oh, William Byron, ninety two hundred on uh, DFS play. Yeah, by the way, cheap for him too. Yeah, that's only a couple thousand or a couple hundred more than Kevin Harvick. About, 
Yeah, look at that. We just throwing. We just can't stop throwing you more stuff, guys. That's all there is to exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Find all of my work on the Sports Gambling Podcast website at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. And, of course, my uh, submissions to the Sportsbook Review over at sportsbookreview.com. Make sure to go check out In Between Media. The Back Road just came out yesterday. Me and uh, Picks by Phil and uh, Seth Wolcock, we broke down what we think is going to happen this week in Pocono. Plus, we took a look back at a couple of the races from the past. Good stuff. Always a good time. Follow it on YouTube at In Between Media. Just so much good NASCAR stuff going on. Please listen to Phil's podcast. Listen to Derek Yoder's breakdown. Guys, I'm never one to tell you to just listen to us because there's so much good stuff out there. We're all a fun community to have fun with. There's so many hours in the day that you can fill. So just uh, make sure you're having fun with all of us. And until next time, everybody, enjoy the Poconos. Let's go racing and let it ride.